welcome to the Tabletop Games blog topic discussion. Less is more. As we all know, plastics are the scourge of our planet and can now be found virtually everywhere. From the obvious places like landfill sites to the most unexpected, such as in the Arctic. They have invaded the food chain and it is estimated that less than 10% of plastics is recycled each year globally. Some countries have introduced legislation spanning certain types of plastic and we can each do our bit to help reduce the use of plastics and thereby reduce plastic waste and we can try to influence the use of plastics in our hobby. Plastics are very pervasive in board games these days. Everyone will have used acrylic cubes, plastic dice, plastic player tokens or miniatures at some point. Plastic card sleeves and baggies for some component storage are also very popular. We'll also be very aware of the plastic shrink wrap that new games come in. It's pretty much impossible to avoid. However, it really doesn't have to be like that. I've grown up with wooden components in board games. Germany's board game heritage always consisted of wooden player pegs, wooden dice and other wooden tokens and components. Wooden meeple are still very popular and custom wooden tokens have become very commonplace. Yet, wood has its limitations. If you want something highly detailed, then plastics are the way forward. If you want translucent or clear components, plastics are virtually the only choice, even though glass can also stand in sometimes. The main advantage of plastics is cost though, not just from a pure raw material perspective, but also from a manufacturing perspective. So it's no surprise that publishers have chosen plastics over wood in the last few years. And we've added to this trend by demanding the cost of games to be lower and lower while asking for more and more components of higher and higher quality. Things are starting to change though. People have started to wake up to the problem of plastics globally and our hobby is part of that change. Publishers have started to use the idea of sustainability and responsibility to make their products stand apart from competitors. Harbour's statement, see link in description below, about sustainability and responsibility feels rather generic and really only talks about the company's impact on the environment in a couple of paragraphs, not mentioning plastic specifically anywhere. But then the company is more famous for its wooden toys. However, Harbour USA recently mentioned in a post on Twitter, again link in the description below, that they are working on replacing shrink wrap with pull-off sticky tabs which hold the box lid in place. They are also going to use paper belly bands to keep multiple sheets of punch boards together and paper bags instead of plastic for loose components in some of their games. That's a really good start. In August of 2019, Hasbro released a statement, again links in the description, where they promised to phase out plastics packaging for all of the new toys and games starting this year, 2020. I don't know how much progress they have already made this year, but again, it's great to see these very public announcements for a big company like Hasbro. It's not just the big names that are trying to make positive changes. A number of smaller publishers are also doing their bid, even though they have a much smaller budget and face much less public pressure. Subquark's Earth-Friendly Statement, link in description, says that, and I quote, having all materials being recyclable isn't the best that we can do. And the small publisher proves what they have achieved by listing all of their accreditations, including the PEFC, FSC and SFI standards pertaining to how forests are managed to ensure wood fiber products are produced sustainably. Big Potato Games has also done a few things to replace plastic with better alternatives. Back in August 2019, they announced in a Twitter post, see link in the description, that they replaced their plastic bubble bags with 100% recyclable versions when posting games 
and added a recycling reminder sticker made from recycled paper so people would know to put the mailing bag into the recycling. Big Potato Games is now in the middle of removing all plastic packaging from all of the games. Their plan is to have no plastic trays and no plastic wrap on the boxes and cards. They're also testing sticker tabs to seal the boxes that are based on cellulose and the new game P for Pizza is already completely free of plastic. It's not just up to publishers to reduce plastic though, we can also do our own bit. Instead of buying plastic storage containers or plastic baggies, maybe we can find cardboard containers that do the same job, find great paper bags, or shell out on a cardboard insert that allows you to store everything safely and neatly, while at the same time speeding up setup and breakdown times. Sleeving cards will keep them pristine, but having a deck of cards that are well loved is also very charming, so unless you intend to sell your cards, leave them unsleeved. We don't always need detailed miniatures or realistic resources, but cardboard standees or cardboard tokens will work just as well. Or if you have to, get some metal coins to give you a feeling of luxury. I wonder what you think about plastics and board games. Do you find it absolutely vital to the game experience to have gorgeous acrylic gems or highly detailed miniatures? Do you really need realistic oil barrels? Does everything have to go in its own baggie? What alternatives have you found and what can you do without? Please share your thoughts in the comments on my blog at sabertopgamesblog.com. I'd love to hear what others have done. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Topic Discussion Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patron Sean Newman, Castle Guard David Miller, Dice Masters Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and James Naylor, and Shining Lights, Robin Kay, Sarah Reed, Tim Vernick, and We're Not Wizards.